Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome to today's edition of the Rush Limbaugh Show podcast. Hey, folks, I woke up today and I thanked God that I did. And we are here and revved and ready. We've got a full week of broadcast excellence. I am America's real anchorman. America's truth detector and a doctor of democracy. Here behind the golden EIB microphone, three hours of broadcast excellence straight ahead. The telephone number, if you want to be on the program, is 800-282-2882. President Trump is in Allentown, Pennsylvania. We own Allentown ever since Rush the TV show. Back in 1992, we have owned Allentown. The president's at a rally. I have always wanted to jip, join in progress. A President Trump rally. We've never had the chance because they always happen at night. But we're going to jip it right just for a little while just to hear it, just to comment on it. He's near the end, I think. He's been going a little bit uh, close to an hour or so. But let's just bring it up, Mike, and let's see what he's talking about now. For introductory purposes, you know who they're going to introduce him to, Sleepy Joe? So the sun never made 10 cents. All of a sudden... Biden becomes vice president. Now he's making millions of dollars a year. Hunter Biden. Obviously the subject matter here. And Biden had got and Biden got a lot of it. Look, he got 10%, right? It went to the big man. I don't consider him a big man, but it went to the big man, 10%. And the press doesn't want to talk about it. Doesn't I wonder why. I wonder why. But we won't rest until we eradicate this disease once and for all. Little I'm telling you, it's happening. We will vanquish the virus, we will overcome the pandemic, and we will emerge better, stronger, and more unified than ever. Right on! Right on! 
And by the way, there are people who want to get out, and there are people that feel more comfortable staying at home. That's okay, stay. Don't feel that. Stay. It's okay. But if Biden and the Democrat socialists are elected, they will raise your taxes to a level that you've never seen before. Big time truth there. He's the only candidate in history whose primary platform is, I will raise your taxes. Can you believe this? I'm running against this. Uh, Walter, Walter F. Mondale, Walter Mondale the promised the same thing. He lost the 49th state landslide. I am. I really believe that. And think of it. Think of it. And I have to be very careful the way I say this. You know why? If worse I say, than that, though, folks. if it's worse I than lose, that. they go back. We have breaking news. President Trump thinks he's going to lose. They did it once before. You know, I told the same little anecdote. And they go back and they'll say, President Trump thinks he's going to lose. Just I have to be very careful. But can you imagine, can you even imagine losing to a guy like this? Actually, I wish he was a good and even a great candidate. Because if something happened, you feel a little better. But, but could you imagine? He can't remember my name. Now, I, I'm not that big of an ego guy. That's right. He thought he was George he Bush. Be, you know, I'm the candidate. Did you like see that? Good candidate. And I happen to be president. He could not remember my name yesterday. This is what you're putting in office. I don't think he's going to make it. I president Trump in Allentown it. at a rally. Ladies and gentlemen, the vice president, Biden, will be doing a lid today. No, I hear he's doing the lid till Thursday. Hey, media, is it till Thursday he's doing the lid? Thursday. In other words, he's taken 40% of his campaign. He's going to lid. I don't know. I don't know. Look, you know what? You could run, see this beautiful, whatever the hell it's made out of plastic, right? See this beautiful thing? You could run that. You got the Democrats, you got the fake news media as their partner, and you have big tech. They're all partners. And then you have the rhinos. You have the rhinos. You have the He's bad in Republican. the zone again, folks. You have the sicko rhinos, right? That I've beaten so badly over the years. You know the rhinos, the people that do the ads and stuff? Every one of those guys just about I've beaten because they all represented a client in the primaries. And instead of saying, hey, he did a good job, he's a smart guy, he did a great job, they said, let's go against him. But every one of those guys, take a look, real garbage, not smart people. But he wants to terminate religious liberty, destroy the suburbs, he'll destroy. I am saving the suburbs. I'm getting rid of a regulation. You know, I'm folks, getting rid of a regulation. This, all of this that is absolutely accurate and true. House. Congratulations. You might be saying, suburbia, like what the nice hell is that? I'll explain it in a minute here. I so. And with it comes plenty of crime. That's why they keep saying, we don't know. We think he's not doing well with suburban women. I think I'm doing great with suburban women. Suburban women love Trump. I talked to a I couple. I saving the suburbs. There we I'm go. saving the suburbs. How I'm can gonna I do explain this to you. Don't worry. Here's what I know about suburban women. First of all, they're great. They love our country. But here's what I know. They want two things. They want to leave their house alone. They don't want a five-story project next to them, or could be higher. Exactly they want right. To leave their house That's alone exactly and you know what else? right. They want security. Okay. They don't want to have Antifa. Connect. Exactly right. Okay. So if they agree with what I just said, I have a feeling they're going to be voting for Trump. Uh, yeah, I kind of do, too. They may already have. It was the same time last time. Remember, they said he will not get the women's vote. He will not get the women's vote. And then at the end of the evening, you remember how great I did? 
right? One of my best group, women. So I said, am I that bad? Am I that bad? He will not receive the women's vote. You know, Jim, this should be over very quickly. Uh, Donald Trump at that time, it was just Donald, no president. Donald Trump will not be able to get the women's vote. At the end of the evening, they said, man, did he do well with the women's vote. What the hell happened? He's in the zone. By the way, you know whose birthday it is today? Hillary Clinton. You know who's going to be confirmed to the Supreme Court today? Amy Coney Barrett. Second Amendment. Hillary Clinton's birthday. And so many other things he will shred. Right on, right on, right on. To defend our God-given freedoms. How do you like Amy, by the way? Is it Amy Grant? I nominated Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court of the United States. I just said this. And tonight she will be confirmed by the Senate. That's right. I just... I've become the newest... You talk about being on the same page. Supreme Court. It's a big deal. He wants to pack the court, maybe 16, maybe 18, maybe 20. Why don't you put a couple of hundred people in there? He wants to pack <laughs> up the court with radical left judges. And I've been saying, I'd go a step further. I have a list, 45 great people, great people. They believe in a thing called the Constitution, you know, little right things. Right on, like right on. This is He's so good, tell folks. Us this who is so he good. might put on. Because you can't vote for him unless you know. Because you can't have radical left judges who are looking to destroy He's got the biggest smile on his face you've ever seen right now. The people of Pennsylvania must stop. The anti-American radicals delivering Joe Biden in the far left. You have to do this. A thundering defeat. You have to deliver them a thundering, beautiful, big, solid defeat. You better get out there and vote. You know, when I saw the few hands of the people that voted, that's in Pennsylvania. For some reason, you always vote very late. I guess you're like me. You feel like voting in a booth, pressing a little button, right? Having somebody check to see that it really is you. There's, there is something nice about it, right? But no, but Pennsylvania, I think more than any other place, they want to vote late. So I'm, I'm really happy to see this because you know what? A lot's been learned in the last few days. The debate learned a lot. We learned a lot about fracking, about energy, about the fact that he's not all there. No, we, that debate was important. It had a lot like Super Bowl-type ratings, right? All right, I'm there we go. That's President Trump. He is at his rally in uh, Allentown. He's got three today in Pennsylvania, I believe. And he continues his indefatigable defense of the country and his presidency. And it is just, I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to be on the air during a Trump rally to be able to jip it, join it in progress, and have it be uh, be part of the program. I, I'm, I'm not sure where he goes from Allentown, but it could well be that we'll be able to jip the next rally uh, wherever it is before the program ends today. So, folks, we're heading down the home stretch. President Trump now has, uh, and it's holding, this is what it was the last Rasmussen voter approval poll, 52% likely voter job approval for President Trump. That is strong. 52% is the number that uh, is very closely associated uh, with incumbent re-election. Um, there's also going to be, the president keeps hinting at this, too. There's all, Apparently, there's going to be a blowout gross domestic product number before the election, GDP. 
You know, the media and the Democrats have to be livid about that, that the president's hyping it. Um, But what are they going to do about it? I mean, it is what it is. Uh, As you heard, these Trump rallies, they're simply incredible. There is talk that Biden has shut down public events. Do you know why? He had a public event in Pennsylvania on Saturday. And do you know who showed up? Trump supporters. It was almost, and I'm not making this up, it was almost, I watched a YouTube video of it, almost 100% Trump supporters. And they were there in their gigantic trucks. They were there with their gigantic flags, the Trump flags, the banners, and so forth. It was humiliating for Biden. It was an embarrassment. There was nobody there for him. And then on Saturday, I think it was Saturday, days are running together. It might have been Friday afternoon after I got home. I can't remember which. I had forgotten, and you'll have to forgive me for this, folks. I had forgotten what a serial liar Barack Obama is. He was doing a rally for Biden in North Miami. Now, the first thing I said to myself, what the heck is this? I thought these guys thought they had Florida in the bag. Why are they sending Obama down to North Miami? And it was the strangest thing. I found myself laughing, myself silly. It was a it was a car rally because of COVID-19. So you have all these, I guess, I don't know who they were. My guess is they were Obama supporters, not Biden. Maybe they, they cross over. But Obama would say something. He would he would come up with a we got a story here. Nineteen different lies he told during this rally. And then people would honk their horns. That that was what applause was. So he would say something and beep, 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 car horns. And I, this is the strangest thing I have ever heard. But, I, folks, Obama was telling lies along the lines of, you know, Donald Trump, Donald Trump thinks that people who died in the military, their country, jokers, losers. Now, he knows that Trump didn't say that. He knows that was totally made up. Trump never called people in military cemeteries jokers and losers. And Obama was filled with those kinds of lies and misrepresentations. And those car horns were honking left and right. And all I could see was a bunch of blithering idiots in those cars and in those trucks believing this garbage because they themselves are woefully mal-informed, ill-informed, what have you. Yeah, at Biden's rally on Saturday where it was nothing but Trump supporters, he called them chumps. He was calling the Trump supporters chumps. You know, this is looking so much like 2016 all over again. It just is. No matter where, Kamala Harris didn't even know where she was the other day. When she was in Cleveland, there was an open mic. She wasn't sure. She wait, where are we in Cleveland? She she's not drawing crowds either. It is incredible. The Democrat candidates are not drawing crowds whatsoever. I'm not saying they're not going to get votes. Don't misunderstand. They are generic. They are the people on the ballot with the D next to their name, and that's worth a certain percentage of the of the nationwide vote. But man, do these these people have. They have no direct connection with the vast majority of people voting for them. 
As contrasted to President Trump, my goodness, folks, the bond of connectivity, dare I say, the bond of love and affection that exists uh, between Trump and his voters is some of the most incredible I have ever seen or witnessed in, uh, in American politics. At 1.30 p.m., the president scheduled for another rally in uh, Lidditz, Pennsylvania. So we'll have a chance to jip that one uh, at some point in it. Who knows? We may even, uh, we may even go at the beginning. Just, we'll, we'll play it by ear, see how it, uh, how it goes. So we're going to have Amy Coney Barrett approved, voted on Supreme Court justice by the Senate later today on Hillary Clinton's birthday. You tell me there isn't some divine presence overlooking all of this. No reason to be down, folks. Forget the media. Remember, Joe wouldn't even answer Trump's question, who built the cages, Joe? Who built the cages? Remember, Joe Biden promised to shut down the oil, shut down the natural gas, the fracking industries. Joe promised to raise everybody's taxes. Don't let him get away with slithering out of that. Joe Biden said he is going to reverse the Trump tax cuts. Well, the Trump tax cuts were for the middle class. And if Biden is going to reverse them, that means the middle class is going to get a tax increase. Biden's lying, saying, no, 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 only people make over 400 grand a year. Nope, everybody will get a tax increase if Biden gets this. And he can't wait to do it, he says. Can you imagine What kind of person must you be if one of the things that excites you most is the prospect of the opportunity of raising taxes on your fellow citizens? Okay, quick time out, my friends. We've got much more straight ahead, uh, as well as your phone calls at 800-282-2882. We'll be right back. Grab sound by number one. Uh, President Trump still, in the midst of his rally in Allentown, Pennsylvania, was just talking about truckers. And how much he admires them and how hard they work and how they are the backbone of America. Uh, CBS 60 Minutes last night, Leslie Stahl interviewing President Trump. And she asked him to characterize his supporters. Can you um, characterize your supporters? Yeah, I think I can. People that love our country more than anything else. And they like to see our country thrive. There you go. That is exactly it. Can you characterize your supporters? Now, Leslie Stahl thinks it's a bunch of hayseed hicks. She thinks they're a bunch of uh, know-nothings, low information, unsophisticated rubes. I don't know what she expected Trump to say, but, you know, even with people like Leslie Stahl, I have to tell you, it, it, it is considered... Um, What's the word? It's considered boob-like to to say, yeah, you love your country. It really is. These these are people that kind of raise their nose and and, and make facial expressions at that. It's um, it's considered so simpleton-like. It's it's not sophisticated. It's not forward-thinking. It's not it's not modern. It's not current. Say you love your country is akin to patriotism. Patriotism, of course, is white supremacy, the way these people think. So Trump said, yeah, I think I can. People love our country more than anything else. They like to see our country thrive. Uh, There's an outfit out there called Poll Watch. 
And they're basically a poll analyst bunch, best I can tell. They don't do their own polling. They took a, they take a look at, at other polling and they extrapolate and analyze and assemble and then come up with their own results. And here's their latest report from uh, yesterday. They said, as of today, this is how we view the core three states. Trump is going to win Florida by 2 to 3 percent. Trump to win North Carolina by 4 to 5 percent. Trump to win Arizona by 2.5 to 3 percent. They say that this analysis is based largely on voter registration trends and polls from pollsters who were accurate in 2016, which would uh, largely be... The uh, Trafalgar Group and others. Yeah, that's right. Corny is the word I was looking for. It's corny to say you love your country. It's corny. Of course, everybody loves their country. Of course, they don't. See, that's the rub. Not everybody does love our country. Uh, at, at any rate, um, I think it's going to be bigger than this. I think it's going to be bigger than 2 to 3% in Florida, bigger than 4 to 5% in North Carolina, and bigger than 25 to 3% in Arizona. President Trump nearing the crescendo end of the Allentown rally. We'll now rejoin it in progress so you can hear this. And he said it's very interesting. You had a big one here, yeah? No, he said, uh, yeah, I don't know. He said, he said, you better be careful. You better be careful because he's never seen anything like it. And I'm not even talking about the rallies that we do. I'm talking about these are rallies in Iowa. They had thousands of tractors. They had tractors. The boat rallies are incredible. They are. For the last four years, you have seen me fight for you, and now I am relying on you to deliver another historic victory for our country. And we will. On November 3rd, we must finish the job and drain the swamp once and for all. We did it. But nobody told me the swamp was that deep and that dirty and that vicious. You get impeached for a perfect phone call. They I tried to. Perfect phone call. And by the way, they had the laptop, as I call it, the laptop from hell. And based on that laptop, they should have never impeached, right? But they didn't want to reveal a little thing like that. No, it was great. And we had great loyalty from the Republican Party. Great, great loyalty. It was really great. Get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors, and get your co-workers, and get the hell out to vote, please. You know what it's going to be all over the country, not just in Pennsylvania. Well, it's going to be a great red wave. They're already talking about it. Boom. And it's going to be a lot bigger than people understand. And that's what Byron was talking about. He said, you know... Yes, it I don't know. There's never been. There's never been anything. There have never been rallies like this. There have never. We were in Ohio. We were in Wisconsin. Yesterday we were in uh, uh, New Hampshire. It was. I'm telling you, you had to see the biggest rallies anyone's ever seen, and they go quickly. You know, we give like 24 hours notice. Press a button. We're going to be. We're going to be in New Hampshire. We're going to be in Ohio, Wisconsin. We're going to be someplace, and boom. You have tens of thousands of people. There's never been that before. You know, Sleepy Joe goes out, there's like four people show. They have no people. They can't even fill up the circles. You know the circles? And Barack Hussein Obama went out over the last three, four days. He's drawing flies. Flies. Now, nobody's going. just love this Obama's because that's exactly they will right. They never show it. You know, they, they don't turn. See, here they never show the extent of it. 
They have the opposite. They never show it. They should show it because nobody is showing up to watch Barack Hussein Obama. See the red lights? See those red lights? All those red lights. That's that right. You're alive. Are you ready? Oh, they just turned them off because I was insulting. 50 Look, cars, Max. Can you believe it? You know, they're tormented, the fake news. They're tormented. In one way, in one way, they have to have it on because it's ratings. It's big, big, beautiful ratings. In another way, CNN hates when I say CNN is fake, corrupt news. They hate it. So you'll see it go on and off a little bit. No, they just went off. Did you see that? Boom. Anytime I start talking, they sort of say, let's go to a commercial break now, please. No, they're tormented because they want the ratings. Without it, they get terrible ratings. They want the ratings. They're fantastic ratings. But at the same time, they don't want to be talked about in a bad manner, right? But you have to talk about them because they're corrupt. They have to report the news. They are the enemy of the people. They really are. Ooh, there they're the goes. enemy of the people. In the zone. For generations, America's destiny was made and forged and won in places like Bethlehem and Bristol, Scranton. And by the way, he has nothing to do with Scranton. Altoona, Easton, and Allentown. They were tough American men and strong American women who gave their heart, sweat, and soul for their families, their country, and for freedom. We stand on the shoulders of the Pennsylvania patriots who fought the battles, mined the coal, worked the assembly lines, loaded the rail cars, poured the steel that built the middle class. It built the middle class. Raised up our great skyscrapers, laid down the battleships, won two world wars, defeated fascism and communism, and made America into the single greatest nation in the history of the world. Amen. And the best is yet to come. Right? Amen. Proud citizens like you helped build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting, and we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. winning. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible people of Pennsylvania, we have made America powerful again, our military. Here we go. Closing riff. We have made America wealthy again, our yeah. stock market. Your 401ks, let's keep them up there. Don't throw them away in two years and you'll say... Huh. The president told the previous president told me that was going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. Your 401ks are hitting records. Does anybody have a 401k? They just went off we have made script America again there. Strong again. We have made America proud again. We have made America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Pennsylvania. Go and go. There you have it, President Trump, wrapping it up in Allentown, Pennsylvania.
And there he will be moving on now to another rally scheduled to start in about 45, 50 minutes from now. Uh, he's in the zone. He loves this. He's feeding off the people at these rallies like um, nobody in politics has ever has ever I've ever seen happen. I've, I've in my lifetime I've never seen it. even with Reagan. Reagan didn't do rallies like this. He could have uh, when when Reagan did make public addresses, uh, public speeches with with the public there, they were massive. But uh, I've, I've never seen. Short of that, I've never seen anything like this, and and it's the same thing from 2016 to today. So, folks, here's uh, uh, where we are right now. If if we see by Wednesday, this is Monday. If we if we see the mainstream polls by Wednesday or Thursday suddenly tightening, if they suddenly show a close race. Well, then we're going to know some things. Among the things that we will know is that they were lying throughout the past (laughs) three years. We know they've been lying for the past three. They've been lying about Russia, collusion, meddling, stealing the election. We know that was just a gigantic lie. There was never any evidence for any of that. I mean, there's been one lie. In fact, there hasn't been... In four years, there hasn't been a single good thing reported about Donald Trump. Not a single positive thing. Stop and think of that. Those of you who are on the fence out there, if there are any of you, if you can't make up your mind, if something's odd, remind yourself of this. There hasn't been one positive thing reported about President Donald Trump in a four-year span of time. It is incredible. There's never been anything like it. Four solid years of nothing but negative coverage. And for that to be true, most of the coverage has to be made up of lies. But can you ever remember a single president or a single prominent political figure never having one positive thing reported in a year? Never mind four years. And you need to ask yourself, is that normal? You need to ask, is it normal that in four years, a man as popular as Donald Trump obviously is, hasn't done anything good, hasn't done anything that would merit or warrant a positive report? They ignore all of the good news. And, man, folks, there is so much on the achievements. For example, listen. Trump called China to account for its commercial cheating and insidious infiltration into Western banking. The Chi-Coms have intruded in media, entertainment, academic institutions, and Trump has called them out on it. He has called them to account. He's the only American politician to ever call him out in such a way. He cut off aid to the Palestinians who refused to recognize Israel, and he's getting a peace deal in the Middle East, nation by nation by nation. That's good news. You think it's worthy of a positive report or two? It is, but there hasn't been one. Like every American president preceding to him, he has promised to move the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. The thing that's different about him is he actually did it. 
You think that's worthy of a positive report or two? It is. But there hasn't been one. He reminded the regime of Bashar al-Assad that they would never recover the Golan Heights to launch another war on Israel. Never. Think that's worthy of good news? Think it's worthy of a good report? It certainly is. Has there been one? No. Trump encouraged the moderate Arab world to ally with Israel to protect against revolutionary Shiite Iran. He has succeeded in aligning much of Middle Eastern uh, Arab nations with Israel in opposition to Iran, which is the real threat to the region. Think that's worthy of a good news report or two? It is. There hasn't been one. Trump reminded Canada and Mexico that one reason why they are able to have small militaries, along with growing economies, was their close proximity to the United States, meaning they are protected. Think that's worthy of a good news report or two? You think that, that it, of course, there is an unending supply of good news like this that has yet to be reported in the mainstream media. Just amazing. So as I was saying, folks, if we see the mainstream media polls by Wednesday suddenly tighten, if we see a suddenly close race, then we will know that they were lying. I think we know this already, but this will confirm it. And if they see these polls tighten... By Wednesday or Thursday, it's going to mean that they're worried Trump will win. They'll want to say they called it close. I got more on this. I got to take a break. We'll come back and get started with you on the phones as well. So sit tight, folks, back before you know it. Let me share with you an email note I got from a friend earlier today. Rush, this is the weirdest time I have seen. All of my gut instincts... And he cites the things that are lighting up his instincts. There are huge California car rallies for Trump everywhere. And I have had people report them to me. There were a couple down in, in, uh, in, oh, come on, what's it? Not Redondo Beach. uh, Metal Block. Uh, But there were, Trump wasn't even there. There There were just massive car rallies for Trump. And they're all over Southern California. My friend is seeing them, and he's marveling at them. Then he's got, he cites data from gun sales. Their gun sales are through the roof. This argues that, indicates that people are scared to death of the Democrats and what their intentions are. He says the grassroots enthusiasm that he is seeing out there all over the place is unlike anything he can recall other than in 2016. And he cites the best 2016 polls show that Trump will win big in the Electoral College. But then he asks me this question, is the left so unhinged? Is the left so unhinged that after the 2016 embarrassment and the surety that Mueller was a genius, that Mueller was going to indict Trump in weeks, would they be so stupid as to repeat That embarrassment in 2020, a third self-inflicted humiliation, said, Rush, my only worry now is vote fraud in states like Pennsylvania, Michigan, because Trump is going to win the election day turnout big time. 
I'm, I've asked myself the same question. These people be so unhinged that they would repeat 2016 all over? Would they repeat Mueller again? I mean, the, the, the thing about Mueller is they were dead set certain that Mueller was going to make sure Trump was indicted, frog marched out of the white. They believed it. It was like they believed that Trump had colluded with Russia and are going to get him thrown out of the office because they had tampered. Would they, would, would they repeat themselves a third time here in 2020? Because that's exactly what looks like is happening. Let me grab a call quickly. Julie in Hartford, Connecticut. Great to have you with us. How are you? Hi. Good, Rush. Thanks for having me. I was at the massive rally in New Hampshire yesterday, and it was so much fun, just like the clip you just played. It was massive. It was joyful. There were tens of thousands of people. Everybody was happy. There were people from everywhere, from New Jersey, from Pennsylvania, from New York, from all over. And they all love our president. And I'm telling you, that, uh, well, you can tell Connie Chung there were Asian Americans there. There were all kinds of different people there. It was just massive. And these are not people the pollsters are going to find. They're not your standard political people. Why do you say that? Because, because they, because um, you know, the, it's, they just, they, they were, they told us, you know, they ha- they don't get involved. I mean, up here in New England, you don't get involved because. You know, this is this is Democrat central, right? Yeah, exactly right. I know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so these are people that are just terribly excited, excited enough to get up early and get themselves there and get themselves in. And what the president says is true every time. There are thousands upon thousands of people behind the press that don't make it in. They don't show you that. But they're there. Oh, I know. I know. I've. I- I have been to enough of these things that I have seen uh, and, and read enough about these things to know exactly what goes on at all of them uh, in terms of the people who are not able to get in and that show up hours in advance uh, trying trying to get. It's just it's uh, it's mind boggling. And there's nothing. I mean, folks on the left, on the Biden Kamala Harris, there's nothing like this. There's not. I mean, it isn't even close and it does not make sense that Biden and Kamala Harris are up by eight, up by 10, up by five. It just doesn't make any sense, like it didn't make any sense in 2016. But we can't rely on just that, the fact it doesn't make any sense. Uh, there's more, but it'll have to wait. Got to take a brief time out. Hang on. All right, folks, the first hour, Broadcast Excellence is uh, obviously in the can on the way over to Limbaugh Broadcast Museum, a virtual museum. You can see it at RushLimbaugh.com. We will uh, take a short break here at the top of the hour and be back before you know it and pick right up where we left off. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. 
with over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hi, folks. Welcome back. It's great to have you here. Rush Limbaugh and the fastest moving three hours in media. The Rush Limbaugh program on the EIB network. Telephone number. You want to join us? 800-282-2882. And the email address. And I check those. I subject line hunt. That's what I do. It's L. Rushbow at EIBnet.us. So let's see. Let me. Um, darn it, folks! I, this is my bad. I should have hunt, hunted. Um, see if I've got what I have here on paper in the audio soundbite. Looking for Biden, Biden, Biden. Yep, here we go. We're going to start here with um, audio soundbite number twelve, and we're just going to keep going here because uh, Biden. I think the experiment of let Joe be Joe is over. They called a lid on his campaign on Saturday after that rally where only Trump people showed up in Pennsylvania. On it was crazy. Biden has this gigantic promoted rally, and it was overwhelmingly attended by Trump supporters. Uh, it, 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 in their trucks, uh, in their automobiles, waving Trump flags and so forth. When Biden finally got up to speak... Well, audio soundbite, let's see, uh, number 12, here it is. What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be in a different world. That's the Democrat nominee for President Joe Biden. That was 
last night, actually, on the Biden campaign website during an I Will Vote concert. Oh, that's another thing. Did, did you see where they had John Bon Jovi, the Biden people had Bon Jovi come out for, for did you did you see the actual footage of that? There was nobody there. Once again, there was nobody there. Bon Jovi's playing to nobody. It's fascinating. All of these Biden rallies or Kamala Harris rallies, the camera is never off the stage. It never leaves the stage. It never leaves when Obama is in North Miami. Never leaves Obama. It ne- Well, a couple of times they've, they've ventured out to show. But there's nobody at these things. Not even John Bon Jovi is drawing crowds at these Biden rallies. Play, play number 12 again, just in case you didn't believe it. This is Joe Biden. This is why I say that they put a lid on everything and Joe's been sent back to the basement to let Joe be Joe experiments, obviously, over. What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. I watched, <clears throat> excuse me, I watched a little bit of Biden over the uh, over the weekend. Maybe it's Friday. I don't know. The days run together. I'm sorry, folks. And I watched a little bit of Biden, and uh, it, it 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 struck me how this guy's not even of the moment. This guy is a fossil. He is living in a world of years and years and years ago campaign rhetoric the speech rhetoric the the uh the world view it's all old none of it is relevant to today the criticisms of trump are standard they are right out of the democrat party playbook criticism republican presidential candidate 101 and it's, it's all, they don't care about you. They don't have any compassion. They don't care about you and your kitchen table. They don't care about your taxes. They don't care about you. We care about you. We have compassion for you. They, it's just a, nothing but a repeat. And Biden literally doesn't even know what he's saying. He's just mouthing the syllables. It's not even, it's not even a campaign where he's in touch with his own issues and with his own presence in it. It's the most amazing thing to watch. He's just disconnected from it all, whether whether he you know, screws up by thinking four more years of George. Uh, he's just not there. The guy is, is, is simply not attached to this campaign. It's the best way I can describe it. I know he's the nominee and I know he's the candidate. I know he's the guy in the battle. I know he's the guy that a a lot of people are going to vote for. But I'm telling you, folks, the one thing this campaign is missing, there is not a personal connection between their candidate and their voter base in any way, shape, manner, or form. It is not a campaign on which there is legitimate enthusiasm for the candidate. The candidate isn't even for anything. The candidate does not dare announce the agenda. The only agenda is that Trump sucks. That Trump's got a rotten personality, that Trump is a mean guy, that we have to vote against Trump because Trump, yuck, that's it. It's all they've got. And they're being propped up by a sycophant media, which is not reporting any of the negatives, not reporting any of the disconnect not raising any questions whatsoever about the actual condition of this campaign. 
but it is it's a campaign that's in total disconnect can't draw any kind of crowd to any of its rallies doesn't dare even try anymore there isn't even any sanity on the left running this campaign these people are just they've gone insane with trump hatred i it's it's an, it's difficult for me to actually try to quantify this and to characterize it i've not seen anything like it i've seen two campaigns in a row 2016 and now this and they are repetitious the only thing different is the candidate and even if you go back to 2016 we had a candidate hillary clinton who didn't know where she was And she wasn't able to go too many places because of physical infirmities and any number of other problems. And she didn't think she had to because they believe their polling data. They believe that they had it all in the bag. It was all ready and done. Goose was cooked. All they had to do was go through election day. The same same stuff is happening with the same kind of disattached, unattached, I should say, candidate. I don't know. I don't know. It's... I think we've all been treated to a faux campaign on the Democrat side that's been built and and constructed by the media to look like something that it isn't. And what it isn't is legitimate. Yeah, they've got a nominee, and yeah, his name is Biden, and yeah, he's former vice president, but there's something about it that just, it isn't all there. They chose as their vice presidential nominee somebody who didn't even get a single vote in the Democrat primaries. Now, we have our theories about that, and you've heard them. By the way, Senator Murkowski, this would be Lisa Murkowski from Alaska has announced that she's going to vote yes on confirming Judge Barrett to the Supreme Court based on her sterling record and qualifications. In other words, Judge Barrett is too good to not be seen voting for. Now, who is the senator from Maryland? The female senator from Maryland, a similar name. It's not Murkowski. It's... uh, Zatkowski, Bratkowski, Zitkowski. What, what's Barbara? Barbara, what is her name? Mikulski, McCluskey, McCluskey, what is it? A ski. One of those two. That's who I thought this was at first. I thought it was the Democrat from Maryland. I got it wrong. It was, it's, it's Senator Lisa Murkowski. All right. I mentioned uh, earlier, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did I. Soundbite number 14, Saturday, Bristol, Pennsylvania, during a Biden campaign event. This is the event where no Biden supporters showed up. This is the event where Trump supporters vastly overwhelmed the Biden event. And here's Biden talking about it. We don't do things like those chumps out there with a microphone are doing the Trump guys. It's about decency. I'll work as hard for those who don't support me as those who do, including those chumps. Oh, man, he's really he's ticked off, isn't he? We don't do things like those chumps out there where the microphones are doing the Trump guys. It's about decency. I'm going to work as hard for those that don't support me as those who do, including those chumps out there. 
those chumps. And let's see. Let's go back September 9th, 2016. So we have um, Hillary called us deplorables in 16. Obama called us bitter clingers in 08. Now Biden's calling us chumps in 2020. You could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. Racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. Homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. Basket of deplorables. Hillary Clinton, that's September 9, 2016. Here's Obama, April 6, 2008. Do you think there's any claim to guns or religion or antipathy towards people who aren't like that? Right. So here, here these these are people, again, supposed to thoughtful the uh, compassionate, the uh, the tolerant, uh, those people who are far more sensitive than you or I. Because we're what? We're the homophobes. We're the sexist, racist pigs. We're the xenophobes. We're the Islamophobes. We're the you name it. We're the basket of deplorables. They, on the other hand, are all of these nice, sensitive, tolerant people. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I heard Biden call Trump supporters chumps twice. Not a mistake. Of course it wasn't a mistake. He meant to say it. That's exactly what they think of you. You're just a bunch of chumps. Okay, I mentioned that I watched Obama, and I had forgotten. I mentioned the previous hour. I I had forgotten what a serial liar this guy is. And I was reminded when he shows up in uh, North Miami... On Saturday, it was either Saturday or Friday. I can't remember. It's late Friday or sometime. Must have been late Friday. He's doing a doing a rally for Biden, North Miami, because they're worried about Florida, and it's it's a car rally because of COVID. Everybody's afraid of COVID. They don't want to get out of cars. So people honking their horns were the um, the way they applauded, and it was the strangest thing. Obama would tell a lie, and you hear a bunch of car horns honking. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing. But what struck me was how many abject lies the guy told Obama. And some of them were just blatant. Some of them were not even close. Some of them were not even what I would call good lies. Obama cited the presidential debate on Thursday, said um, he doesn't have a plan. Coronavirus. Trump doesn't even know what he's doing. The virus is concerned. He doesn't plan. Except Trump does. He has something called Operation Warp Speed to deal with the plan to develop and distribute a coronavirus vaccine quickly. Trump couldn't answer Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes when she asked, what's your priority in your second term? In fact, Trump did answer her. Obama's out there telling people, you believe this? This guy walked out on Leslie Stahl. For crying out loud, if you want to walk out, if you're going to walk out on Leslie Stahl, and now, now you got to imagine a bunch of car horns honking here. If you're going to walk out, if you're going to walk out on Leslie Stahl, then you're going to you you you're going to walk out on a bunch of dictators. Ha 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 ha! Am I funny or what? I'm Barack Obama and I'm funny. You're going to walk out. You're going to walk out on Leslie Stahl, and you're going to walk out on a dictator. All these car horns are honking, but the problem is Trump did answer her. 
He said the priority now, she said, what's your priority second term? The priority is to get back to normal, to get back to where we were, to have the economy rage and be great with jobs and everybody be happy. That's where we're going. That's where we're heading. It's exactly what Trump said. But Obama's out there lying. He couldn't answer Leslie Stahl when she asked him, what's your priority? You know, it's probably true in the sense that Obama didn't even hear the answer. Can you imagine how odd an answer this is? To somebody like Obama, the priority is to get back to normal. These people don't believe in getting back to normal. Normal is when America was a slave state. That's what they think we mean. Normal is when America was white supremacy running amok. That's that's how perverted these people are. It's how perverted they look at America's past. So when Trump says priorities to get back to normal, that's like saying make America great again. They just get mad and live it over it. We're going to get back to where we were. We're going to have the economy raging and be great with jobs. Everybody be happy. That's what we're headed for. Everybody be happy. Right. Right. Okay. Well, uh, what's he going to do for that? Right. Wave a magic wand. Make everybody happy. This is a foreign language to these people on the left. No, 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 no. Not happiness. That's, That's not an objective. No, no, no. The struggle is the object, the struggle, and handling it, and dealing with the struggle. What's the struggle? The struggle is overcoming the obstacles put in front of you by America. In Obama's world, in Michelle Obama's world, in Joe Biden's world, Kamala Harris, in the entire world of the American left, the struggle is all of the problems created by America. And that's preventing everybody and anybody from ever being happy. We can't be happy because of the struggle. Obama said of Trump, he doesn't even acknowledge that there's a problem with the coronavirus. Now, this is obviously not true. Provably so. Trump's even talked about coronavirus in the State of the Union address, which Pelosi ripped into two. Got to take a break. We'll be back and continue after this. Obama's appearance for uh, Biden in uh, North Miami was Saturday, just to nail that down. Here's another gigantic lie from Obama. He said that Trump said that if you put some bleach in you, you might clean things up. Trump never said it. It's like Charlottesville all over. Trump never said inject yourself with bleach. This This is a criminal kind of slander, if you ask me folks. Because Obama says it, the media lets it fly by as though it is accurate. Trump never said it. He never got close to saying, hey, maybe we could inject some bleach in people that might clean things up. He mentioned experimental technologies in ultraviolet light, but specifically said he was not talking about putting bleach in people. This is absurd. Anyway, back to the phones. Uh, Milwaukee, this is Mike. I'm glad you waited, sir. Great to have you on the EIB Network. Hi. Megadittos, Rush. Thank you, sir. I think people are missing it on the uh, affordable housing thing. Biden has $34 billion a year in his plan for subsidized housing. So with that kind of money, he can up the available money to people in the city, and they'll be able to move, as it says in his plan, so people can move closer to good schools. And at $34 billion, he can rent 2.8 million existing apartments. He doesn't have to build anything. He has $30 billion a year for construction, but 
equity has $34 billion to help people move from the city out to the suburbs. Right. Okay. Let me, let me, that, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I promised to uh, explain this to people. And uh, what, what, what we're talking about here is Trump on the, on the trail and at his rallies continually promises to protect people from Biden's plans for suburbia. That Biden intends to do great damage and ruin suburbia, but he never explains how. He just leaves it out there. And so uh, Mike here explains that Biden has appropriated $34 billion in his so-called economic plan. What they intend to do, and this, by the way, goes back to Obama years. This is an Obama-era policy. The left hates the fact that people have moved out of cities in order to find a better quality of life and better schools. They hate it. People ought not have that kind of mobility. The Obamas of the world and the American left believe you shouldn't have that kind of freedom. You shouldn't have the kind of freedom to move somewhere to make your life better while other people have to stay behind. In Democrat-run cities, in squalid schools, you shouldn't have the ability to make your life better while leaving other people behind. So, what they intend to do is build affordable housing, i.e. cheap, run-down government housing right next to your beautiful suburban neighborhood, thereby taking down the quality and value of your of your property and limiting your resale of, and destroying your intent. Back to the phones we go on this, the Rush Limbaugh program on the EIB Network. It is uh, Megan in Atlanta. Glad you called. Hi. Hi, Rush. Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm you bet. I'm always so happy when I turn on the radio and your voice is on. Thank you very you much. Say you're, you're grateful to God every day when you wake up, and, and I'm, I'm always glad to hear you. Um, I wanted to respond to your caller last hour. You asked her why you think the polls are not capturing these people. Uh, going to these rallies in New England and stuff like that. I think it's because, and I can speak for myself, and but well, I can't imagine that I'm wait, 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 just I just want a point of clarification. She said that these people are not being captured by pollsters, and I asked her why. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, she, she made the assertion, and so I wanted to know what she thought was the reason why. You have a theory. I, I do. I mean, I can speak for myself, and I can't imagine I'm alone, but um, I think it's because there's a great, distrust that's been sown uh, among just polls and media in general and in a lot of people's minds. Um, the polls are, are kind of, you know, linked to the media. Um, and they're afraid, like, there are a lot of people who are afraid to answer honestly in polls, and they don't want to be bothered because they're afraid of being doxxed. I mean, you saw what happened with those nuns who just showed up at a rally for Trump. They were sitting behind him. They've been doxxed immediately. Um, and the woman who was nodding behind Trump uh, at the town hall that he did with Samantha Guthrie or Savannah Guthrie, um, she like immediately the, the press was calling for her to be doxxed. And I think there's there's a lot of uh, fear among people. Now, I remembered Trump. that. Now, that woman was out of focus, though. Plus, she was wearing a mask on the bottom right. half of her face. So were they able to dox her? Yes, <laughs> they were. They found out who she was. Um and they called for the doxing of those nuns at the rally this past week. Uh, and people have families. People have jobs. Uh, 
that they're afraid of losing simply by, you know, out of, you know, they're, they're afraid they're going to lose these things because they've responded to a poll and said, yes, I'll, I'll vote for Trump or showing up at the rallies um, because they have, they have a lot to lose. Uh, but there are, I think there are a lot of Trump supporters who are unwilling to talk to pollsters out of fear of what's going to come from that information that they give the pollsters. Well, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I, I, the, 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 uh, the question is uh, to what extent. Um, so if, if, you, if, you, if you take – let's go back to 2016. Let's start. 2016, these, these polling companies had to be profoundly embarrassed. There's not a one of them other than Trafalgar. There's not a one of them. Folks, now this is really important. There's not a one of them that forecast Trump was going to win. Not a single polling company found it. Not a single one. Now, go back to 2016, and the same fears existed, probably on a smaller scale. You still had people scared to death on one hand. And on the other hand, you have people who just want to lie to the pollsters for the hell of it because they don't trust them anyway. And they would love to make a mockery of their business. They would love to screw them up so they don't tell them the truth. And the reason for that is the significant number of people believe that polling is dishonest, that it is nothing more than an extension of the Democrat Party, that all it is is an attempt to shape public opinion rather than reflect it. A lot of people believe this. So you have a combination of people that don't believe it, that don't uh, trust it, that don't uh, in any way think the polling units are honest. And then you have people afraid, afraid of it. People are scared to be identified, people that uh, think they're going to be targeted. So in 2016, however it all jumbled together, not a single major polling unit was even close now, it's important to remember that. ABC, CBS, NBC, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, uh, uh, you name it. Not a one of these major polls got it right. They weren't even close. It's their business. So here we are. Four years later. Now, what is their excuse for not getting it in 2016? Do you remember? What did they offer as their excuse for missing it in 2016? Well, it was a combination of, well, people didn't tell us the truth. We can't find uh, certain uh, voters, uh, Trump voters especially. We, uh, we couldn't zero in on them. We couldn't find them or who they are. That was the big one. We don't know who the Trump voters are. And to this day, they've made no effort to find out who they are. They don't care who they are. The only thing they care about is swamping them. They don't care about finding out who these people are. They don't care why these people are voting Trump. The only thing they care about is making sure that those people don't win this year. So what do we, what do we have now? Now we have what looks like an exact repeat. We have the same polling companies suggesting the same margins of victory for the Democrat nominee. We have a Democrat nominee who doesn't even campaign like Hillary Clinton didn't. We have a Democrat nominee 
who is making no effort whatsoever to shore up the areas that Trump won in 2016. Old Biden makes an effort of going out there, but then he's overrun by Trump supporters at his rally and they call a lid and go home. The point is the the, the similarities between 2016 and 2020 are eerie. Just, just eerie as they can be. Now, Frank Luntz, Frank Luntz was on television over the weekend, and he said that if my industry blows it this year, that there's going to this is that, that that's going to be the worst. There could be some serious problems. Meaning, if the polling people get it wrong again, then his industry is in serious trouble, and it it may lose everything and go out of business. Which is why I say keep a sharp eye on Wednesday or Thursday and let's see what happens in terms of how these polling units start reporting. Does the race tighten? Do they say that it's getting closer? Do they, do they make some kind of indication that it's moving now like they didn't do in 2016? In 2016, they literally could not fathom Donald Trump winning. And so what even if they had polling data and results which showed Trump either winning or much closer to Hillary than they thought possible, they didn't report that because in their minds it simply wasn't possible. Trump could not win. Their arrogance, their status, their elite status literally prevented them from seeing that Donald Trump was winning, that he was capturing the minds and hearts of millions of Americans who wanted nothing to do with the existing Washington establishment. Now, they know that the existing existing Washington establishment knows there are people out there who don't like them, but they don't think they have any power. They don't think there's enough of you, or they didn't, to affect things until Donald Trump was elected in 2016. So here we are at you know roughly the same place, and it is just uncanny how similar this is to 2016. And it doesn't make any sense. Based on what we can see, based on what our eyes tell us, there is no way that Joe Biden has ever been up by 15 or by 10, not legitimately. I'm sure you can poll any group of people and get any result that you want. But I just, the, the idea that Biden, who has never... Joe Biden has run for president a couple of times. He's never lasted at all. The idea that all of a sudden this guy is the dream team leader just hasn't made any sense. I'm I'm watching all of this and I'm I'm mesmerized by it because of the similarities. And I think these people would actually stick with the lie as long as they have to. Meaning, I'm not so sure that even if their own polls show things tightening on Wednesday or Thursday, I'm not so sure they'll report that. It's possible, but 
I uh, I don't think I think there's there's too much invested now in uh, in Biden winning. Anyway, I got to take a quick time out. We'll do that and continue with uh, much more right after this. Greetings and welcome back. El Rushmore on the cutting edge of societal evolution. I want to go back 2016 for yet another memory. Do you all remember how after Trump won, the media, of course, was in a meltdown period of shock and dismay. Everybody on the left was. They were they were on the road to legitimate insanity. So the New York Times and other drive-by media outlets, they apologized. They said that there now should be a new way covering Donald Trump, that they had missed it during the campaign. Their their coverage had been unfair. They had not been hard enough on Trump. They had not taken Trump seriously enough. It was time for a new day in journalism. And the New York Times sent Jim Rutenberg out writing a piece in which he basically said it's time that we dispense with all previously known journalistic standards. Just eliminate them because they don't work in covering Donald Trump. So they were filled with apologies. Their coverage of Trump had been unfair because it hadn't been tough enough. It hadn't been mean enough. And because that they had not they had not reported on Trump sincerely and honestly, this is how they missed that he would win. Had they been more upfront and honest, had they been more deeply probing of what a reprobate Donald Trump really is rather than some carnival barker entertainer, then they would have caught it and they would have been more ready to have their readers properly informed. They said they had learned their lesson and they would cover Trump more fairly from that day forward, meaning more unfairly, bye-bye journalism, This guy cannot be allowed to prosper. This guy cannot be allowed to govern. He cannot be allowed to implement his agenda. That's what they meant when they said that they would cover Trump more fairly. So now here we are a week out. And what what do they do if their polling data shows the race tightening? Do they sit on it? Do they report it? They have used polling data to shape public opinion, not reflect it. So what do they do? If their data, if their polls, all of a sudden on Wednesday, Thursday, show the race tightening, do they ignore it? Why would they start telling the truth all of a sudden? Well, rush their reputation. They don't care about their reputation. Their reputations have been out the window for four years. They're going to start caring about their reputation now with a week before. We'll see. It won't be long. Here's Martha in San Francisco. Martha, I'm glad you called. You're up next on the Rush Limbaugh program. It's great to have you here. Mega Dittos Rush. I'm extremely honored, and I just need to report from the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, I have been to about seven rallies each week, turning down three or four every week. We have 3,000 cars. In, this is the East Bay, not San Francisco per se. East Bay of San Francisco, we had 3,000 cars turn out for a rally on Saturday. 
Uh, we have flag waving at intersections. Now, where was this actually in San Francisco? Where did it happen? Uh, this is across the bay from San Francisco in the city of Dublin. It went from Dublin to Pleasanton to Livermore. Down to Livermore. And, okay. So it, it technically was not in San Francisco then. We tried a rally in San Francisco, and there's about 300 uh, dark forces showed up and put some people in the hospital. So we don't do yeah, San that's, Francisco. I, yeah, that's, Although we did the Golden Gate Bridge, and the police protected us there. It's easier to defend. But we get so much love. We go out there on the intersections in Danville, for example, and we're out there for two hours, and it's nonstop honking. It's like the Trump uh, motorcade was coming through, but it's just us. It's so much love. So much enthusiasm, so many thumbs up, people honking, cheering, applauding, and videotaping it because they can't believe it. Well, it's great to hear. Thank you for the report, Martha. She's talking about Trump rallies in uh, in San Francisco. Here is uh, Kevin in Manalapan, New Jersey. Great to have you on the program, sir. Hello. How you doing, Rush? I'm really glad to be able to speak to you. I just wanted to let you know that I truly believe that if the president would send out stimulus checks to everybody. All he has to do is sign an executive order. He has access to $800 billion from the previous stimulus uh, packages that, that they did. I think it would guarantee him being reelected. So you want Trump to give away money? I don't want him to give away money. He has access to $800 billion. Well, that's what it is. If you're going to have Trump Write checks, made executive order. He's giving away money, eight hundred billion worth. Well, he doesn't have. It's it's only three hundred billion for from to send out the the checks is what he would be spending, and he has access to that money. He doesn't need help from anybody else. And if he would do that, it would literally drive the Democrats out of their minds. Uh, well, it would because he'd be going around them. Uh, absolutely, Pelosi need them. Um, what well, is that? Is that the objective to drive the Democrats crazy? Well, and to give the people the relief that they need. The people in this country need money. I mean, they're really hurting. I mean, uh, just look and see how many people really need money, and they've been waiting six months for this. I know. And it's the Democrats standing in the way. It's the Democrats who do not want you to have access to the relief money. It is Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer who do not want you to have the money. And the reason is they don't want Donald Trump getting the credit for it, a la uh, the theory here espoused by our caller, Kevin in Manalapan, New Jersey. They literally want Trump getting no credit for anything that will be a personal benefit to the American people. Trump is trying to make that point, by the way, in the rallies. Uh, Whether he would do an executive order on this, I haven't the slightest idea. Sorry. No, folks, I'm um, I'm not sure I like the idea of such a blatant vote-buying scheme, which is how it would be be portrayed. Oh, look, the president's back at his uh, second rally in Pennsylvania today. And we just might join it in progress when we get back from the break here at the top of the hour. We'll do that. Uh, perhaps we'll, we'll just we'll feel it. If we feel it, we'll do it. So sit there, hang in there, be tough. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, 
believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off-duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hi, welcome back, my friends. It is great to have you here. Rush Limbaugh on the EIB Network, 800-282-2882. If you want to be on the uh, program, the president is in Lidditz, Pennsylvania. Second rally of the day, <clears throat> and we're going to jip it here in just a second. Rasmussen Reports is out with two different poll results. The daily presidential job approval tracking poll shows Trump at 50, 52%. Uh, job approval, which is a great, great number for uh, incumbent reelect, and in the in the in the presidential race poll, they have him up forty eight forty seven over Biden uh, in uh, in Rasmussen. So Trump up in two different Rasmussen polls, or they, they I don't think they're the same polling. One's daily tracking presidential job approval; the other is a uh, actual presidential contest. Uh, Paul, let's now join the president live in Lidditz, Pennsylvania. You know what? Our flag deserves a lot of power, doesn't it? These are great. If you've not heard one of these or seen one of these, they're the most uplifting. He's in the zone on these things today here, folks. Now, after years of economic treachery, 
Sleepy Joe Biden wants to ban fracking. And that's what he is. That's when we have the tapes. Remember, he said, oh, play the tape. This guy went for a full year. We will ban fracking. We will ban fracking like a hundred times. I could have this thing running for hours. I just show you a couple. When it goes on, Cecil B. DeMille, when it goes on, right? I just show you a couple. But he went for a whole year. We will ban fracking, ban fracking. Then he got lucky. Elizabeth Warren decided that she wanted to hurt her you know, her person where the philosophies are the same. So she stayed in. Think of it. Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren. She would have, she, all she had to do is get out before Super Tuesday and Joe would not have won any state, right? Wouldn't have won a state. She took the votes away from crazy That Bernie. happens to be and true. You know, Bernie is the best sportsman I've ever seen. He loses all the time. And he's happy. He goes back into Congress Hall. Well, but there's big is news Bernie about Crazy Bernie today, folks. Does anyone know? The press. Glad Look, Trump said that. that rem- well, they'll give you a fake answer. No, it's true. He's a, he's a tremendous loser. He is a tremendous loser. But he did us some big favors. You know, we had a lot of Bernie's people come with us last time because they agree with me on trade. They couldn't have done what we did, but they know that we were being taken advantage of by foreign countries, many of whom are allies. You know, they keep saying, we don't treat our allies right. Well, they don't treat us right either. Got to remember that. They don't treat us right. You don't have to take my word about his record. Just take a look at this magnificent tape that we made for you, for the people of Pennsylvania, and it really pertains to you so much. Go ahead. My problem is I voted for NAFTA. I'm supporting NAFTA because I think it is a positive thing to do. And I do not pretend to be an expert on uh, international trade matters. When you ran for president and when Barack Obama ran for president, you both said you would renegotiate NAFTA. You didn't. Trade agreements like NAFTA and permanent normal trade relations with China, which forced American workers to compete against people who are making pennies an hour, has resulted in the loss of 160,000 jobs. The president is absolutely right when he says that China has been cheating for 25 years and that Bill Clinton didn't, didn't do enough about it, George W. Bush didn't do enough about it, Barack Obama didn't do enough about it. What, how exactly Whoa. are you going to negotiate that? What magic wand do you have? The rising China is an incredibly positive development for This is so great. Not only Trump China, playing but the United video States and audio at his rally like we do here. China is a positive, positive development. It is in our self-interest. The The media won't do it. Trump will. We want to see China rise. China's a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. China is not our enemy. Oh, there you have it. China is our competitor. We should be helping. Playing Biden on the giant video screen at Linnitz, Pennsylvania rally. They are our competition. They're going to beat us. It's bizarre. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. China's not a problem. Allowing China into the World Trade Organization, which he supported. Extending most favored nation status to China, which he supported. That those steps allowed China to take advantage of the United States by using That's our Jack own Tapper, by the way, interviewing Biden's trade rally. deals against us. No. Do you think the rally. that you were naive about China? No. Today, we're finally ending the NAFTA nightmare and signing into law the brand new U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Very special. Listen, it's hard to overstate the importance of the USMCA. Uh, This is the single biggest bipartisan...
bipartisan legislative victory for this president and this administration. It is a huge deal. Wage growth is better than it has been since 2009. That means it is better than it has been for seven out of eight of the years that Obama was president. The new USMCA has power. President Trump is speaking in the battleground of Pennsylvania. A full week of campaigning. Yeah, so uh, uh, we've had to bump out because I'm a little bit behind. I'm I'm playing you live video from the Trump rally, and when Trump goes to the uh, the video of Biden and so forth, Fox bumps out of it, and they provide their own commentary at that point. So when that finishes, when the when 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 Fox finishes commentating or covering up for when Trump is playing the. Uh, the Biden video that you just heard on this program, but they are not seeing on the Fox News channel. We'll get back to Trump and the rally. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have um, uh, well, this is a it's a dilemma. Uh, there are so many people who are writing so many wonderful things about me that it is impossible to mention them all. Now, I don't even think it would be possible to list them all because if we tried to do that, we'd, we'd certainly miss some. And I, I, I really don't want to offend anybody here by, by neglecting to mention uh, the, I mean, the literally wonderful things that they have, uh, have written uh, about me. Since my uh, my cancer diagnosis, I, I, I became aware of one uh, yesterday, in fact, written by Mike Ford. It was published at the Red State blog. And it's an opinion piece, as they note at Red State. And the headline is Rush Limbaugh, the measure of a man's courage in the face of adversity. And Mike Ford is a retired uh, military infantry officer. He writes on uh, military, foreign affairs, occasionally dabbles in political and economic matters. And uh, he apparently writes on courage a lot. The six attributes of courage is a picture of him here at the end of the of the uh, the piece. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not going to read any of it. I just I just wanted to acknowledge uh, from Mike Ford that I had seen it and that I deeply appreciate it. I, I as I say, <clears throat> excuse me, it's, t- <clears throat> it's tough because there are many of these that have been published over the course of the uh, oh, past few months or so. And I, I, uh, I made it a practice not to mention them. When they began, because as I told you, I'm not going to become a cancer patient on the radio, but this one uh, deserves to be mentioned. And I'm going to take the occasion of this to send out a heartfelt thanks to virtually all of you who have written your tributes or have aired them in your podcasts uh, or on your YouTube videos I want you to trust that the the odds are I have seen what you've done, read what you've written, uh, and have great appreciation uh, for for all of it, even though I have not acknowledged 
uh, all of them because I, I didn't intend to when this all when this all began. Let me take a brief break. We'll come back and uh, we should be ready and willing and able to rejoin in progress the Trump rally in Lidditz, Pennsylvania. Hey, folks, ask people who are online a whole lot if they feel they need more protection and privacy. They'll tell you yes. But half of those people don't know the first steps to take to do it. Clearly, they haven't listened to this program enough, because if they had, they would know about Norton 360. Norton 360, you should know about it. It's software that provides you both privacy and protection for you and your devices when you are online. It comes from Norton, the longtime leader in online security. You download Norton 360 just once on every device that you have, and from the time you turn it on, it shields your online identity, protects your emails and web searches from being seen by online cyber hackers looking for your information. 99.9% of the time, it's not you personally that they're looking for anyway. Cyber hackers put themselves on Wi-Fi networks. They look for anybody, that for any data they can get. Sell it later. Now, Norton 360 has a VPN, virtual private network. This is what shields you and protects you. Nobody can see your connection if you use it through a VPN, folks. Sit right next to you and they cannot see your connection. In addition to that valuable service, you get password management tools. You get uh, software that protects your web camera and a whole lot more. And it's easy to use. And Norton prices it right, too. Try this. Five devices protected on the same plan. You get 25% off your first year when you protect yourself online with Norton 360. Norton.com slash Rush is the website. Use that today. You get signed up. Get that discount. 25% off your first year. Norton.com slash Rush. Okay. We're now going to go back to Donald Trump. President Trump and his rally. Second one of the day in Livitz, Pennsylvania. They stopped it. But they didn't stop it from going out to the world, and that includes us in Europe and every other place, 188 countries. They didn't. Next year will be the greatest economic year in the history of our country. You see it all happening. And watch, you know, Pennsylvania is a late voting state, by the way. You know, you vote late, and I love that. I love that. I like voting a little late because you can see what we're doing. We've done an incredible job with a lot of different things, but you're going to have a GDP number. The Atlanta Fed said, now the highest, I think, was 8%, 9%. It was not, you know, it was, it was high. They projected 35% increase in GDP. Nobody's ever had that. Whoa. Whoa. I'll take 25% right now, okay? They projected a 35 And that number will come out on November 1st, right before the election. So if you'd like to wait... Everybody here is sure about Trump, but if you happen to be a little bit uh, nervous, just wait. Now, we're going to have a 35% or 25%, but it's going to be magnificent because we are doing great. It's the greatest comeback anywhere in the world economically, and we went down the least of any country in the world. So remember that. I gave working families record-setting tax cuts, largest tax cuts in history. And in my second term, I will cut middle-class taxes even more. We're cutting the middle-income taxes very substantially. We're doing another cut. And what it does, you know, to be honest, it brings more business. It brings more jobs. You have to see, in terms of what we did for business, companies are pouring into the United States. Joe wants to take all of the regulations that we took off. 20 years to build a highway. 
with environmental and all 20 years. No, they want to take them and they want to put them all back. Now we have it down to two years to build a highway and it could be one, but and it may be that you don't build it because of uh, environmental or safety and that's okay but you're going to know fast right you're going to know fast and you will build it but you're going to know fast 20 years we have much worse than 20 years we have highways that have taken 21 22 23 years and then never got approved how about that you go work on something for most of your adult life and then they reject it at some environmental board three to two i want you, know, you to contrast this folks year, turn this down just a second mike so i can be heard i want you to contrast this with what you're getting from the democrat party and the democrat candidate you're getting nothing you're literally getting nothing in terms of issues in terms of policy in terms of the future in terms of an agenda for the country listen to how trump is able to just rattle these things off things he's thinking about things he wants to do things that he wants to implement his agenda items and they're all promoting American greatness. They're all about making America great again. It's all about recovering from COVID. It's all about doing what's necessary to have this country reach its potential every day for the decency, the goodness of the American people. You simply do not have anything like this coming out of the Democrat Party. You've got pessimism. You have doom and gloom. You have apocalyptic uh, attitudes like it's going to be a dark winter. It's like we got to get used to dying with the COVID virus. As you listen to the president here, I want you to contrast what you're not hearing from the Democrats, which is anything like this. Which will. That will lead to a depression like you've never seen. This is a terrible thing. By the way, this is the most important election in the history of our country. Remember that. Because you have a radical left movement that wants to make us a large-scale, very large-scale version of uh, Venezuela or so many other countries with the same philosophy. And it can happen. You know, 18 years ago, Venezuela was a very rich, beautiful, powerful place. Now they don't have food. They don't have water. They don't have medicine. They have nothing. But they've got oil. Nothing. They have oil. It's worthless. The whole thing is like what's happened. This would be a very, very large scale version of the same thing. And it can happen when you see these people and what they want to do. It's the same thing. It's all the same thing. Doesn't right. matter. It's the why size. they don't We're much talk bigger, about it, folks. But it'll happen. We can't let it happen. This is the most important. And I never thought I'd say it because what we did all together, most of you are with us four years ago. Nobody thought that anything could ever be more important as an election than that. This is now the most important election we've ever had. Damn straight it is. It's a choice between a Trump super recovery and a Biden depression. And it will be a depression. It's That's a choice exactly between right. He's exactly right. Biden lockdown. He wants to lock down the country. No, wait a minute. We understand the disease. We have to take care of our older, wonderful people, our elderly, especially if they have heart problems, diabetes problem in particular, different problems. And we do that. But look, I mean, I got it and I'm here, right? I'm here. Uh, this is where they hate him. This is where they hate his guts. Medicine is now great, great therapeutics. And First Lady got it, and she's doing great. But you know, you know who else got it? Baron, my very tall son, got it. She's definitely tall. Uh oh, he's very they young. hate he's him very for tall, this stuff. And he's strong. And you know, the doctor said, to, "Sir, uh, I hate to inform you, Baron has tested positive." I said, "Tested positive for what?" And they go, Corona, they go, you know, there's about 
30 different names, right, for this. I call it the China virus because that's where it came from. And they hate him for that. The China plague. No, Barrett has tested. And I said, wow, that's too bad. Well, he's going to be good, sir. 99.9, right? 99.9. So I said, how you feel, Barrett? Good. Why? What's the problem? He didn't even know. I said to the doctor, like, two minutes later, how's Barron doing? Oh, he's okay, sir. He's fine. They said, hate him mean, for this gone. stuff. They hate this stuff. The young stuff. kids, they have a strong immune system. I've gained such respect for them. They hate realism they and they hate optimism, we do, folks. we like it or not. So it's one of those things. But we have to do that, and it's incredible. But uh, we will. We have made such strides. It's absolutely an amazing thing what we've done in a period of seven months. Because, you know... I'm the president of the United States. Thank you very much. I'm the president of the United States. I can't lock myself in the basement of the White House. You can't. can't. That's right. I can't lock myself in a beautiful bedroom in the White House upstairs. I can't do it. Can't do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. Because we have things to do. We have people to meet. And I'll have meetings. Sometimes I'd have meetings. Life goes on. That were pretty much unavoidable if you're the president. I mean, you can go and just lock yourself away. You can't do that. Can't do that. And I'd leave those meetings and I'd say, even with Gold Star families, you know, they're looking for it for months and months. And they lost their son or their daughter or their husband or their wife and you can't cancel that and I say boy and I'm not referring to that so many of the meetings I'd have I'd say that's a little risky right that's okay risky. that's it we'll you- uh, we'll uh, we may rejoin the president uh, later on in the next half hour of the program folks it is important that the rift that he's on now is crucially important his point and they hate him for this they, they think it's insensitive that he's saying, look, we can't shut down the country for this. We can't stop working. We can't put ourselves in the basement like Biden is doing. People have to deal with it. People have to get up, get out of bed, go to work, deal with it. The country must go on. We, do, we don't let the flu stop us. We don't let anything else stop us. Why this? But again, I want you to contrast whatever the president's saying here. It's always optimistic compared to what we're getting from the Democrat Party as a political agenda. We'll be back in just a sec. Hi, how are you? Welcome back. Rush Limbaugh and EIB Network, the Limbaugh Institute for Advanced Studies of All Things That Matter. All right, from um, uh, this is a actually YouTube video. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said yesterday on CNN's State of the Union that it was critically important for Joe Biden to give progressives like Bernie Sanders a cabinet position if he is elected president. Now, Jake Tapper was the anchor, said Politico is reporting that uh, Senator Sanders has expressed an interest in being Biden's labor secretary. Biden wins the White House. How crucial is it to the progressive uh, movement that Biden offer an important position to Bernie in a Biden cabinet? Should that happen? Should Biden win? And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, well, I think it's extremely important. I think what a lot of people kind of misunderstand about the progressive movement is it wasn't a slogan when Bernie ran saying, not me, us. And so it's not just about where Bernie Sanders is next term or what role that Sanders is playing, but really it's about who the Biden administration is choosing to lead agencies across the board. So it is, according to her, and many people think she's really the, uh, well, one of the series of powers behind the throne, that it is important that Biden appoint Bernie to the cap. This is kind of like, you better do it, dude, or else. 
because they are all of the impression that, that, that Biden wouldn't even be the nominee were it not for Bernie, were it not for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez further said on the same CNN show yesterday that young Americans are going to vote for Biden not because he's their favorite person, but because they believe they can more easily sway him to act in their interest because Biden will be receptive to their advocacy, activism, and protest. He's not even going to know. So anyway, this to me is fascinatingly interesting. Because what we have here is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on CNN yesterday explaining how she is largely going to be telling Joe Biden what to do and who to put in the cabinet. And this is exactly what I have, uh, have, have meant when I've talked about who are these people behind Biden who are not running, whose faces are not on any campaign uh posters or what have you. They're not running. They're not raising any money, but they are the powers behind the throne. And she clearly believes that she happens to be one of those people. And I don't doubt it for a minute. And and she has obviously been granted that power from Crazy Bernie. And you can see that Biden is falling in line here by saying climate change, number one issue facing humanity. It's an issue nobody cares about. But yet it is the number one. And you know why? Because climate change, as I have said, contains every little other issue that the left in this country cares about. Climate change soaks up everything. What you eat, what you don't eat, what you drive, what you don't drive, what you watch, what you say, what you think, all of it is contained within climate change. From their standpoint, the beauty of it is is how all-encompassing it is. Let's rejoin the Trump rally in Lidditz, Pennsylvania, for a few minutes and see what's happening at this juncture. Five, six, and sometimes seven of these in one day, those last few days. And during the regular time, I do two or three. Today, today I'm doing three of these. Tremendous crowd waiting for us at another point. Indefatigable. So when they told me that information, you know, you feel badly, but I didn't feel bad because I left it. You know, the athletes, they say, we left it all in the field. It was all left. And I did six or seven that day. Six or seven of these. This is not like talking in front of ten people, right? There's a lot of people here. And I did them from early in the morning till one o'clock in the morning the next day, which was election day. So I didn't feel. But then what happened? So I told the first lady, I said, not looking good. She said, do you mean we lost? I said, it looks like it. Then I go in about an hour later. First lady, I got news for you. I think we're going to win. <laughs> Because uh, they did First lady. It's sort of an amazing thing, but they didn't say that they had this tremendous record set of numbers. You know, when you leave, people usually say, I voted for this one, that one, I voted. But we had a record set of numbers, Jeffrey. We had a record set where they just said, it's none of your business. We don't want to tell you. And all of them were our votes. And this was the only guy that figured it out. So we had one of the most exciting evenings in the history of this world, let alone this country. It was all over the world. I'd say so. It was for me. And starting about nine o'clock. We're about to go into an evening in eight days. Can you believe that? We're about to go into an evening that I think is going to have a similar result and maybe even a bigger margin, but a similar result. Oh, that would be so great, wouldn't it? Even a bigger margin? You know, a good writer, very good writer, uh, uh, 
a writer on politics, but a lot of things. Uh, Byron York, right? Would you rate him good, right? I think he's good. But I saw him this morning. Everybody's going, who? That they were asking him who's going to win. He said, I don't know. Because they only show these fake polls. He said, I don't know, but I cover this. He's a great political guy. And he, he said, I go around and I cover this whole thing. Yeah. And I'm not only talking about the rallies that Trump has, because he sets them up. You know, we have to take the space. So we have to do right. We're organically, there are rallies of boats, thousands of boats. That's right. All over the place. In San Francisco. Cars, in Southern and California. And trucks. Trucks, thousands of them. He said, there's never been anything like this. He said, I've never seen anything like this. That's right. There's such a spirit like I've never seen. He said, you have these organic, and Trump has nothing to do with them. But there are rallies where truckers get a thousand trucks. In Iowa, they had like 2,000 tractors. This this is exactly right. He said, I've never seen anything like this. That's right. I can't really tell you, but I have never seen. And how about these rallies? Nobody's ever had rallies like this. That's right. You might have... You might have a rally like this. You might have a rally like this on the night before the election, right? The night right. before the election. But you'd never have rallies. These are massive. Everyone, Ohio was so big. Ohio, if you would have added up inside and outside, you had at least 50,000 people. Wisconsin, the same kind of a thing. But he said, forget those. I'm talking about where they just organically form. Nothing to do with Trump. And it's an amazing thing, right? It's an amazing thing. Right, it's kind of like the way the Tea Party formed. We have a spirit and enthusiasm, which is the most important thing. We have a spirit and enthusiasm that's even far greater than four years ago. We had a lot. We had a record. And he's leaving everything on the field, folks. Everything on the field. we've done so much. Nobody, no administration has done in the first three and a half years what we've done. When you think we've rebuilt our military, we've gotten the big tax cuts, we've gotten the biggest regulation cuts in history. I mean, so many things, right to try. Just, I'm just thinking, right to try, where you can now, as a patient, you're terminally ill, you couldn't get anything, you'd have to travel all over the world. Most people didn't have money, they'd go home and they'd die. Now we have right to try, where you can get these advanced treatments that haven't been fully approved. You're terminally ill. Very hard to get. They've been trying to do it for 40 years. What we've done for the vets, what we've done for the vets, 91% approval rate. There we go, the agenda. So there's more enthusiasm now, by far. And we had, look, we were known as that was the most enthusiastic anybody has ever seen. Because you've got a a record, that's why. The deplorables, remember Hillary? The deplorables. She, I heard that speech. She said, she said a second word, irredeemable, right? She said, the deplorables and the irredeemables. I thought irredeemables was worse, but that one didn't catch on. Little did she know, whoever wrote that speech, I want no part of them. Because the next stage, I am a deplorable, I'm a proud deplorable, right? It was the craziest thing. But All right, there you have President Trump. He is at his second rally of the day, and I think he said there's two more. There's four he's doing today. That's in Lititz, uh, Pennsylvania. And I just want to uh, remind you again, folks, in a, in a contrast here, you take the president who's doing these rallies anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half, and there's not a wasted moment in them. And every moment of these rallies is productive. He's either, like he just did, reciting the first-term success stories, 
or he's announcing the second-term agenda, or he is shoring up support, he's thanking the people who were there, whatever, there's not a moment that goes by that's wasted, it's not substantive. And I really want you to contrast these rallies with what you're getting from the Democrats, which is a big, fat zero. The Democrats, Biden, Kamala Harris, take your pick. I mean, even Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, there's nobody capable of this. There's nobody on the other side capable of reciting with pride their their agenda. There's nobody that's capable of, uh, in any way, shape, manner, or form, attempting to convince you of the superiority of their agenda, of their ideas. They're not doing anything of the sort. This man can stand up in an hour, in an hour and a half, without notes and tell you what he wants to do. He can recite what he has done. He can make his promises for the future and so forth. I mean, when it boils down to it, folks, there isn't a choice here. You don't really have a choice when it comes to voting for president. The only choice is Donald Trump. There is no other choice. It doesn't make any sense. This race is about a number of different things. But one thing that it's about, you got a guy who loves America, who wants it to be better every day than it was the day before. And the reason is he loves the American people. He wants the American people to prosper. He wants them to be happy. He wants the American people to be able to experience all that the promise of America contains. On the other side... You have a candidate, Joe Biden, who is backed by people who do not believe in American greatness. They do not believe that America is even a good place. They think America is deeply flawed. It is deeply racist and bigoted and homophobic and all these other things. They believe this country needs to be ripped apart and reconstituted as a socialist nation They don't believe in the decency and goodness of America to date. They don't believe in the decency and goodness of America as founded, and Donald Trump does. There is no choice here. Now, if you're on the fence or if you don't see it this way, I beg of you, you must see it this way. The Democrat Party does not, they're not the Democrat Party of JFK. They're not the Democrat Party of 30 years ago. We're not in a competition. It's not, you know, it it used to be able to be said that all Americans wanted the same things. We just had different uh, philosophies how to get there. Well, we don't want the same things now. The Democrats do not want what Democrats used to want. The Democrats used to say they wanted prosperity for people. They just thought government should provide it. They used to say that they wanted freedom and liberty and all that for the American people. They don't say that anymore. They don't believe that anymore. The Democrat Party has been taken over and co-opted by the far left of the world. There is no choice. We do not want the same things with simply disagreements over how to get there. The American left and the Democrat Party does not want American prosperity for individuals. I have to take a break, folks. Just saw the clock. We'll take it and be right back after this. You know what the next best thing to having private security is? Guarding your home 24-7. It's having a reliable home security system protecting your home 24-7. And you can do that now. It's no longer unaffordable. It is very affordable. It comes from Simply Safe. 
They make a system now used by more than 3 million American families. It employs Wi-Fi and cellular technology to connect all the components. There are no wires. Zilch, zero, nada wires. Now, I mention this a lot, but I'm telling you the, the, the elimination of wires makes this so much less complex, less complicated, easy to install, easy to troubleshoot, easy to operate. The elimination of wires is one of the biggest innovations in all of home security. Simply Safe has done it. Sensors, detectors, cameras connected via Wi-Fi. 24-7 monitoring, $14.99 a month. If you're thinking of protecting your home, Simply Safe's system is one you have to look at. Do that at simplysafeusa.com. You'll get a free HD camera worth $100 when you buy at simplysafeusa.com. Okay, Mike in Southfield, Michigan. Great to have you on the program, sir. Hello. Hi, mega, mega dittos. I've been listening to you for over 30 years. Thank you, sir. But I just wanted to say, Biden does not do campaign events. He does video production events. He came into Southfield, Michigan on the 16th to do a health care event, and uh, no one knew where it was. I went down to the city to try to find out where it is, and no one in the clerk's office knew. They said they wished they did. Later on that evening, it was reported in the Detroit News and the Detroit Free Press that it was at, a, at the Beachwoods Recreation Center in Southfield, which is a completely and temporary closed facility. I went there the next day, took pictures, and saw what was going on. I saw two huge uh, Sunbelt generators. Okay, let me interrupt you here because of vanishing oh, yeah. time. Why do you think that you, you, you say that these events are all staged, that they do not want the public at these events? Why? Why? Because they don't want people to see plastic Joe Biden, who is not a real person. Well, I know, but then why do this at all? Why have events where they're only inviting politicians to these things? Why do it at all if you don't want Biden to be seen by anybody? They don't want their lies to get out there to the public. They don't want to be accountable for the words they say. Okay, so your the- your theory is that this is a bunch of Democrat politicians telling each other what the agenda is, but nobody else. They're being honest with each other about what they're going to do, but they don't want anybody who's voting to happen to know what it is. That makes total sense to me. They don't. And I don't think they have any confidence the public would show up anyway. I think that's a big factor here. Well, the time just flew by today, folks. We are out of it. But there's always tomorrow. And I'll wake up tomorrow and I will thank God that I did. And we'll get ready. We'll be here and um, prepared for whatever happens. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate it as much as ever. And look forward to each day with you. See you next time. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. 
Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. And disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.